Simple. Hallelujah. Please, you can take your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor, God bless you for, for being a good general over us. We are, we are humble to sit under your ministry. Hallelujah. Yes. We are so humble. Um, I think when we were praying, I remember the dream I had. I think I have to share it with you when I'm done. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes I, I forgot actually. It was when we were praying and it came to mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, so once again, thank you for the opportunity. I'm so humbled to, to speak to God's people. I'm so humbled to, to tell God's word to us also. Hallelujah. I know you are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the... Thank you for this medium which you have used. This medium you have you have proclaimed to use to, to, to declare your word you said you did this to even confound the wise, the people of this world this, by the simple message of preaching, Father we pray in the name of Jesus, let this simple message that I'm about to preach, let it transform us let it renew our mind let it set us on the course we ought to follow let your word come forth with power the power to transform, to change in the name of Jesus we give you praise, Amen Hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. We are welcome to today's service. I was so happy and excited to see how we really participated in the fasting. Yes, yes. God bless us all. And there is another one coming up, which is even up. <laughs> we preach 150 souls, hallelujah, by 31st. Let's put our everything into it. You know, there are blessings that we got from this fasting. And there's also another blessing attached to winning souls. Last week we saw from what Kweku preached, he told us about a crown called the crown of rejoicing. Paul said that, he says that I have fought the fight, I have, I have done everything. What is left for me is the crown of rejoicing. The crown of rejoicing is for soul winners. And those who train our people in God, they, they have or God gives them, God will give them sorry, this crown of rejoicing. Hallelujah. One day when we find ourselves in heaven. So let's put ourselves into it. Hallelujah. My message is very close to what Kweku preached. Very close. Actually, thought he was preaching my message. <laughs> Actually, he has preached half already. So, <laughs> no, no, no. I still need a seat. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's giving account of one's call. Giving account of one's call. Uh, I think he said he preached on giving account to God, right? Yeah, I can see that. So, our handles a little on our call. No, much on our call. Much of what I'll say is on our call. Then I'll conclude with we give an account of that call. Hallelujah. You know it's a scary thing to hear that you're going to give an account of something. Especially when you're a manager, you're in charge of something and someone to, tells you or then your head tells you, Charlie, by next week, I want you to come and give an account. You start putting things in. You start rushing and putting things in order. But as we could preach to us last week, you know, our account we are going to give to God is not a scary one. The scary one we have bypassed it. Hallelujah. It is those who are who are who have not accepted Christ. They are going to be actually they have actually been judged already. Because as they are walking, as, as they die, they are going straight to hell. But you that you have believed, you have escaped that judgment. Hallelujah. Your judgment is for rewards. Our judgment is for rewards before God. Hallelujah. So in anything I see, process it through this. If otherwise you may think 
It's, no, it's not for punishment at all. Never, never. It can't be. Yours is for rewards before God. And as we could preach, it's called the Bema Seat Judgment. The Bema Seat Judgment. Hallelujah. Okay, so to be called, um, if you want to write this, an opportune time to it is to be called, it's also an invitation. An invitation. It's a divine selection and an appointment. Hallelujah. A divine selection and appointment. Let's look at something quickly. Romans chapter 1, verse, verse 1, and you jump to verse 8. Verse 6 and verse... Verse 1 and verse 6, sorry. Verse 1 and verse 6. Romans chapter 1. It says, Paul, a born servant of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, called to be an apostle, a, speci a special messenger, set apart to preach the gospel. Um... Let's make the default King James, okay? If I want another translation, I'll tell you. So, just the King James. Okay. So, it says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. Hallelujah. And this is the call. He was a calling, an invitation. He's called. He was, he's, or what he was trying to say, he was divinely selected by God to be an apostle. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse, verse 6. And verse 6. Whom, among whom are you also the called of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. It says, among also, you are the called of Jesus Christ. So if you're a Christian, I want you to know that you are the called of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And I want to take my time to explain to you why you are called, how you were called. Hallelujah. By Jesus Christ. Then we'll talk about the account. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. And let's see how we were called. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, and we'll go down to verse 7. If time, if I want, I will continue, but probably verse 7 will end. Okay. So the gospel we believed was an invitation to a call. Hallelujah. A call which God actually did, or which God actually ordained, which he spoke forth from even before the foundation of this, this earth. He spoke it before the foundation of this earth. It was a call. And this was how and what happened in that call. Hallelujah. He says, Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. I want you to take note if you are right. The first thing is, He has blessed us. Hallelujah. And Pastor has, has explained this blessing to us a lot of, a number of times. Who has spoken well of us? Blessing means He has spoken well of us. Say, God has spoken well of me. Hallelujah. He says, He has blessed us. Is blessed be the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. I want you to take notice. In Christ Jesus, the blessing was in, in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. It wasn't anyway. In Christ Jesus. He blessed us in Christ Jesus. Verse 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. He chose who? Christ before the foundation of the world. So all these blessings I'm going to talk about and all these things I'm going to talk about, how you were called in Christ, it's actually in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So you see Paul talking about in Christ Jesus. Everything I'll talk about in Christ Jesus. So the first one, he says blessings in Christ Jesus. And you were called, the gospel actually was a call to believe in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to let you know that you believing in Christ Jesus was a call. And this was how it happened. First, you were blessed. Hallelujah. God spoke well of you. He called your name from eternity before the foundation of this earth and he blessed you. He spoke well of you. 
he spoke good things about you. And, he, and then the second one, he said, according as he has chosen us, the second one is, he chose us. God has chosen us. And he has chosen us in Christ Jesus. He has selected us. As I said, to God is to select us. He has chosen you out of many. He says, I want to pick you. I want you. And he chose us. Hallelujah. In him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 5. The third one. Having predestined us. Three. Predestination. He predestined us. Hallelujah. He predestined us. That means he limited our, you know, our bodies. He says, this is where you can be or this is where I want you to be. In, I mean, in this, um, in this geographical space, I want you to be here. I've called you to be here at this point and at this time. Hallelujah. So he says, he has predestined us. He has divinely predestined us unto adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So the third one was, he predestined us. Verse 4 verse, the next verse, sorry, 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherewith he has made us accepted. And this, this was the fourth thing he did when he was calling you from eternities. What he did was that he accepted you. In where? In Christ Jesus. If you take notice, all the one I said, the first one was blessed was in Christ Jesus. He chosen us in Christ Jesus. He predestined us in Christ Jesus. He accepted us in where? In Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. To the praise of his glory, where he has accepted us in Christ Jesus, meaning he has given us a special honor. Hallelujah. He has given us a special honor, accepted us a special honor. In whom we have redemption. And the, and the last thing he did was that he redeemed us. So that was how you came on this earth. Hallelujah. That's how you were born again, by redemption. And I've made you understand that redemption is the whole process that goes on uh, until you are born again. The born again is the whole thing. But the Redemption is the processes that you went through. The divine processes that you went through. God um, sacrificing his blood and all those things. But, but the whole thing was born again. I mean, what's happened afterwards is a born again process. Hallelujah. So these are the five things that went through before God called you. Hallelujah. First, he blessed you in Christ. He chose you in Christ. He, he predestined you in Christ. He made you accepted in Christ. And the last thing, he redeemed you in Christ. Hallelujah. This was a calling before the foundation. You know this thing, it was before you were even born. Even before the earth was, came into being. Hallelujah. I wrote you that. Okay. Let, let, let us read the scripture. Then I will say what I wrote. Hebrews, 1 first, first Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Let's see this wonderful scripture about how we were called. Oh, he also saying something about how. Sorry, verse 9, first Peter 2 9. Okay. This is a popular scripture. Hallelujah. So, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you. Hallelujah. Have you seen the call again? That you should you say you should show forth the praises of him who has called you. It's the same word he Paul used to say, I am called an apostle. That's, that's the same word here. You are called. Hallelujah. You're calling into Christian and to, to believe in Christ. It's actually an invitation, a special honor given unto you, a divine selection God gave unto you. Hallelujah. And it's, it's I mean, it's all over scripture. Plain to, I, there are a lot of written like six scriptures here, all telling you that you've been called by God. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1 says that, Dear brethren, um, 
James says, partakers of this divine calling, of this heavenly calling. You were called by heaven. You have a, a heavenly calling. Just by believing Christ, it's a heavenly calling. Paul says that I press on toward the mark of the high calling. The same word, calling. Call, to be called, to be divinely selected and, and uh, appointed. Hallelujah. You have this calling. It's a calling to be a Christian. Hallelujah. Last one. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. 2 Timothy. Who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling? Unholy calling. Hallelujah. Look at how you describe your calling. Holy, unholy calling. It's a holy calling. You have a heavenly calling. You have a holy calling. You have a high calling. Even if you call anyone you want to call your calling, it's a calling. Hallelujah. You have been called by God. Hallelujah. That's, what, that's the point I want you to understand. Don't say that because I am not the man of God standing here, I'm not called. I'm not the one holding the mic, I'm not called. I'm not the one preaching, so I'm not called. I came to let you know that you are called of God. And God has a divine assignment for you. Hallelujah. Psalm 139, verse 14. Psalm 139, verse 14. We are reading to verse 17. I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Thy eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect. And in thy books all my members were written. It says, in thy books all my members were written. If you read in the NIV. We don't have the NIV. But it says that in your... In, okay, this one I will need a much simpler translation. <laughs> and in thy books all the members were written in the continents of your fashion and none... And was none of them. Let's read it in the, in the, in the simpler translation. Let's take it. The same scripture in this, in a different translation. Hallelujah. But in other translations, it makes us understand that in the books of God, He has written everything He has, He wants us to do on this earth. Hallelujah. Okay, NLT. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life, I was recorded in your books. Every moment I was laid before a single day had passed. Let's go. Verse 17. How precious are your thoughts about me, O Lord. How precious are your thoughts about me, O Lord. They cannot be numbered. So he says, every day, before you even came to being, before you were even born by your parents, before you even came on this earth, before you even came to Christian village, the Bible says that God wrote things about you. <laughs> wow. Wow. He wrote nice things about you. He has written everything you would ever do on this earth in that book. Everything. Everything in the book. Everything is written in the book. So it is to our advantage to rather go to God and ask him, Father, what do you want to, what have you written about me? And what, I want to know those things you've written about me. And when you know them, it will make your life so simple. Hallelujah. To make your life so, so, so simple. This week I was talking to a friend and a friend was telling me a lot of things. I was like, Charlie, just pray. The Lord would ordain your steps as he has written. You know, sometimes he want to, not share some of these Hallelujah. I was fighting with him to go to US. Now he's there. Now I'm here. And he's telling me how he's struggling. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
you struggling, Charlie? <laughs> and easy. You know, there are things written about us in, about, about us in the books of heaven. Everything from the day you were born to the day you die. It is an advantage to seek what God has written about us. In Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4, you know, he spoke about how God has called him and he has given him a precise, a precise, a specific call. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4. Is the same thing. <laughs> that all. <laughs> Continue. Okay. okay. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thy camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. I ordained thee unto, I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So God gave him a specific assignment. So you see, this has moved on from the general, a general call as a Christian. General call as a Christian. God can give you a specific call. He can call you a prophet. He can call you an apostle. He can call you a banker. He can call you a different, different. But there is a specific call. So, I've, so there are two things. One, the general calling of God as Christians. And one, the specific, and two, the specific call of God unto us. He can call us dif unto different, different things which he wants us to accomplish. Hallelujah. And those things are those things which he has written in the books. Not everything, no. Those things are those things he has written in the books. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we need to know them. And we need to do them. But how can we know them? And how can we do these things that God has spoken of us? Which God has written about us? How do we know? How do we know as Christians? You know, sometimes we genuinely... And I, I know some genuinely some Christians want to know. How do we do it? You know, there's only one solution. Stick to the word and stick to prayer. Hallelujah. <laughs> Any other things? The word will tell you different, different things. It will tell you, <laughs> write your strength and weaknesses. You know, and you, you are, you're, this is your strength. It means you have to go there. You are, you are not good at this, but don't go, don't, don't venture this at all. This one, you are good. You can play ball. So go and, go and do it. Is what you are going to venture into it. But it will surprise you that your weakness is what God has called. It will surprise you to know that in that weakness, that's what God wants to call. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Bible says that he takes the foolishness of this world to confound the wise. Paul said that I glory in my weaknesses. Why? Because that is what God, God said his strength is sufficient in his weakness. That is where God wants to surprise you. To surprise you that you may be holding a mic singing. But actually your call is maybe different from singing. <laughs> You'll be surprised to know that you are here, I mean, doing different events, but you have a specific call. You may be singing, but God, maybe God has called you to sing with healing. And you may never know. That's why I say that the only way to know and the only way to accomplish this thing is to stick to God's word. Stick to God's word and pray. The, the thing about God's word is that it is inspired. The word of God is inspired. Any other thing is not inspired though. Let me tell you. Any other thing is, the Bible says that the word of God is God's breath. That means it is God's own, you know how he created Adam and he breathed into Adam and the Bible says that Adam became a living spirit, a, a living soul, hallelujah. He had everything, he came he had the life that God wanted him to. And that is the same word in the word of God. Any other thing, they are illuminations from people, the understandings, the books we read from other places, it's the best understanding of the inspired word of God. You know, that true book, you know, you get it. It's just an illumination, but the word of God is inspired, God's word. It's inspired. Second Timothy 3 verse 16, it's inspired. That's where we get all our inspiration. There is a power that backs the word of God. So just read. Just read. Just read. Just read. Just read. I, I, 
I remember 31st, pastor admonished us to read God's word. He told us to read the whole book. So my wife and I, we, we, we downloaded a Bible app to help us to read the word of God the whole of this year. And my God, I never knew the word of God was so nice. I knew, especially the Old Testament. I thought it was boring. Actually, it's actually nicer for me now than even the New Testament. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm struggling to read the New Testament now. But the Old Testament, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. Me, myself. <laughs> but when I pick the Old Testament, I can see the pattern, how it flowed, how God was working. People didn't know how God was doing it, but he was doing it anyway. He was the one behind it. I was like, wow, 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 wow. God, so God was, the one do, God was the one doing it. So God, and I kept on being amazed and amazed and amazed. But by the grace of God, I'm done with the Old Testament. Hallelujah. And I'm still with the New Testament. I'm lagging behind, but I'll finish. Hallelujah. So just read God's word. Stay with God's word. Keep praying. Hallelujah. And stick to it. You realize that your call will come out. Hallelujah. And let me say something that when we went for the party, not party, the, the christening. Yes, he said something which I think it's, I was like, wow, the man, I like his illumination. He spoke about the fact that there was a talent. <laughs> Our great, our great grandfather. <laughs> That's the father of Reverend George. He was preaching and he spoke about how um, you can be gifted as a, sorry, he says you, you shouldn't say gifted, but you can be talented as a musician, as a singer. But there is a gifting in that singing. Hallelujah. So you have a talent, but the gifting comes as you develop. So you can develop yourself and become a gift. You understand? You can develop your talent to become a gift. When people see you, they can't ignore you. Because you are a gift. Make yourself a gift. Hallelujah. So this, we are talking about a call. Hallelujah. You have a call. Don't say, I don't have. It's because probably you have not looked into the word. The power from the word of God can change. It can transform you to walk in the call. Hallelujah. It can, it can, it can make you see it. It can make you walk in it. It can make you experience it. It can make you live it. Hallelujah. Let's not ignore this call. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 he said, I beseech thee that you should walk worthy of this call. I beseech you brethren walk worthy. You know you can decide to say that I'm not going to walk by it. I know God has called me. Like how I made my mind some time ago before I joined Grace on me. I know I've been called. I cry. <laughs> I know I'm called to preach but I told myself no. Until I came to Grace on me the first day. So for worried my plans. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, you can be called. You know, the, the thing is that God doesn't control us as robot. He will not control you as robot. He has, he has given you your will to do whatever you want to do with, with your life. He's there. If you say, Father, lead me. Father, do this. Let me walk. I want to walk in the call. I want to walk in the things you have purposed me to do. He will help you. Ten minutes. <laughs> I have like three pages. Just, just the first page. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow, it's good I looked up. I would have. So if you go to God and you ask Him, He can help you. He, he has not. He has not made us as robot to be able to just walk into what He has called us to do. No, 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 no. No, you need to seek it. You need to. You know, there is a difference between seeking and just praying. And you know, the Bible says, "Ask, seek." And knock. These are three levels of looking for something from God. When you want a car, you can just prefer that. Give. I want this car. I want this. And 
Amen. And after all, you can just thank God for, for those things. But when you want some, your call like this, this about your call. You don't just pray them once and thank God for it. No. You need to press in, in prayer, in fastings and in prayer, asking and beseeching. Father, show me. Father, let me know. I want to walk in those things. Father, enlighten me in those things you've called me to. You know, you don't bring all of them at a go. But you realize that you may, be, you may be bringing them one after the other. Hallelujah. One after the other. You'll be unveiling them to you one after the other. Your talent, you'll be bringing them, you'll be polishing them after the other. Hallelujah. As the days goes on, as the day goes by. Hallelujah. you say all these things. You know, close. I read an example of Paul and Moses. You know when God called Moses? God called him. And the Bible says that Moses in, let's read Hebrews chapter 10. Let's read. When Moses became matured, it was that he decided not to. Hebrews chapter um, I think 11 verse By faith, Moses went born. By faith, Moses, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 25. By faith, Moses, when he came to years, he says he refused to be called the sons of the son of Pharaoh's daughter, the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God, rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. You know, Moses had a choice. Just as I said, you will have the choice. God will not constrain you. He will not constrain your choice. Moses had a choice. Moses chose. Why? Because he came to a place of maturity. You know, the reason why you have to pray and look into God's word is that God wants you to be matured. It's the same reason why God didn't call us to heaven when we became born again. Yeah, you are not born again. So that day you were perfect, Charlie. You were holy than any other person in this world. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God didn't call you to heaven. He still gave you many years. Some of you, you've seen like 10 years, 30 years already. You get it? Of being born again. It is because he wants you to get matured. God will not be happy for baby Christians to be in heaven. No. He will not be happy. He, he's not going to be happy. He's not going to be happy. He wants us to be matured in him. Because I like all the this thing that Jesus Christ came to do for us and we are believing God and believing his word. Oh, because of what Jesus Christ has done. I, I, I can't wish Yeah, I can't wish he wants us to use it on this earth. That's why he came on this earth for us. He wants us to use those things on this earth. Hallelujah. So, when Moses came to... And Moses decided this when he came to maturity. Hallelujah. When he came to maturity, there are two things the Bible actually says when he's talking about a son of God, um, or a, a daughter of God. The son is Heuthasia, a son, Heuthasia, a matured son, someone coming to the place of maturity. And the Bible says, and John 1, John 1, 9, it says, as many as were called, John 1, 12, sorry, as many as were called to them that believe, he gave them the power to become the son, the, or the children of God. That children is even from the son initially I quoted. There are two things to, when God, or when the word of God is talking about sons and children, there are two. One is a mature son, one is just a baby, a baby Christian. God doesn't want us to be just a baby Christian. He wants us to mature. It is in the maturity state that we realize and see those callings. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go. Why? I wrote it. You know, I've been asking myself before, when someone gave me this, 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 I asked myself, why would God need us to render account to him? He has called us as Christians. 
you know, he has called us as Christians. Why, why would you have to render account to God? Isn't it enough being a Christian? Isn't it enough being or doing one or two things for him and just going to heaven? Why does he want us to give us, um, why does he want an account from us? Listen to this. Eternal rewards matter so much to God. Do you know why? Because eternal rewards are eternal glories. Let me explain. The, your eternal rewards, they are your eternal glories. You remember when we went for the joy and those that one, Kweku's group, right? Or yeah. pastor. <laughs> Next year when we are going for the jogging and you see the cup, it will remind you of something. Well, right? <laughs> a lot of memories will come to you. A lot of memories. How pastor came and took the thing by force. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of memories will come to you. You remember how you were running and you were tired at a point. Charlie, someone had to give you water. You know, and the was in the car giving us water. You remember everything just by the trophy. Those are that's the same thing with our reward in heaven. When I see you, just by seeing you, the rewards on you, I will know everything you you did on earth. Yeah. So your rewards are your eternal glories. That's why God wants to. They're eternal glories. Your eternal glories. When I see you, when I see your, your your mansion in heaven, I see the how God has decorated your crowns. Everything is written about you. You are there like that. That is how we are going to be. Why wouldn't we rather find out what God has said about us and do them and live eternally with all these glories? Instead of this small glory we enjoy on this earth. It's small glory. It's a small glory. It's very, very small. It's nothing as compared. It's like a drop, a drop Christ in the ocean. It's, it's, it's nothing that as compared to it. Hallelujah. I wrote another one there. You know, this, the, our rewards also reveal our relationship. It will reveal our relationship with our God. It will reveal... Okay, let, let me read it exactly. Let me read it exactly. Our reward carries the weight and the meaning of our relationship with God in heaven. It will carry the weight. When I see you, when I see you, already, it, wow, you really, you were really close to God. You really knew God. You really walked closely with God. That's who your reward is going to be in heaven. Hallelujah. The weight. When I see, I will, I will know the weight. I will know. For now, we can't see. But I, Charlie, <laughs> now I can't see anything. Probably some who has the prophetic you can see small <laughs> me I can't see <laughs> but I have been when I see you oh it's written all over you hallelujah the weight of your relationship with the Lord is there it also reminds us of our good works of our good works for on for eternity when I see you or when you see yourself when you see the, those crowns upon you wow I did this for the Lord I did this for the Lord I did this for the Lord Rewards are your eternal glories. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. Let's read something in Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 to 16. There's one thing I want to point to from that scripture, but it's very important. Very important. Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 to 16. Let's read. Let's read the scripture. 
For the kingdom of heaven is like a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into the vineyard. Let's read. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard and went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplaces. I think we shouldn't read again. This is what I want. Again, he went out. You know, he went out at different times. He went out at the, um, the first watch. He went out the second, the third, the fourth watch. The first watch is 6 o'clock. The second watch was 9 o'clock. He went again at 12, which is the third watch. He went again at 3, which was the, the fourth watch. He actually went again, which is the 11th hour. The Bible says he went again at the 11th hour, which was like 5 o'clock. He went out. And the Bible says that this one, when he went out, he saw some standing idle in the marketplace. Let me point out this thing to you that why would someone be at the marketplace and it's empty? Marketplace is a place for transacting goods and services. But the Bible says when he went, he saw them idle over there. You know, if you are in the house of God and you are not working for God, it's easy to be idle. You are idle before him. You may be doing other things. You may be prosperous with other things. You, you may be doing well with other things. But if you don't respond to the call, because when he went out, he saw them, the Bible described the marketplace people as idle. Idle in the marketplace. You need to find what God has said about you. Those things he has written about, it's very important to It's very important we know them. It's very important we find out those things which God has said about us so that we may not be idle before God. Hallelujah. I'm being selective now. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. There are, there are a lot of things that um, um, the believer is encountered with. One of, the, one of them is those things, I'm, those things that I'm doing for God are they live works or are they dead works? Because if they are dead works, that one is not be counted as First Corinthians chapter 3 has made us understand. It makes us understand that Jesus is the foundation and we are co-laboring with him. Do you understand? We are co-laboring with him, building. He says, we are the materials for the building. You and I, we are the materials for the building. One, we are also the, we are co-laborers with him. We are the materials, we are the laborers with Jesus Christ and he is the foundation of the building. And he says that we should be careful of how, every man should be careful how he builds on this foundation. And he made mention in verse 12 of three, three, three materials. He says, some, some may build, some may build upon with gold, some may build with silver, others with wood, others with precious stones. Hay and stable. After the hay and stable, that one to not even stand. He says, when the pastor the fight, to not stand. But he says, of the gold and silver, you know, gold, Gold. Gold, gold, gold actually gold represents the life of God it represents things that you did because you responded to the life of God in you those are the things God is going to reward you for another thing that is going to reward you for is the silver the things which are silver you know silver represents redemption and those those are the things things and redemption or so winning you get it redemption I can get it it, it can mean so winning so those are the things God is going to reward us for. And the last thing, which is precious stones. You know, the precious stones are the, are, are the, are the tests we go through, the trials we go through. 
the precious stones they are made by standing rocks so i know what some of them go through to become the rocks that we see pressure the pressure in the ground the pressure before they come out and you see them refined fine one of the rock is amethyst it's a nice rock beautiful rock that's going to under so much pressure so much pressure to come out <laughs> amethyst it's a beautiful rock and but it has gone under pressure and those are the things god is going what we what we suffered for god for in your office they are calling you awful charlie <laughs> you don't like it as of mommy but you don't like it in your office but you know they are calling you in in, in their mind they are trying to tag you in a certain way you get it? it's a form of mockery to you you know but you are you are it's, it's, God is going to reward you for them as we could say last week that the Lord is going to reward us for a lot of things we actually don't know yeah yeah so to reward us hallelujah so let's build with gold let's build the church of God with silver Let's build with precious stones. We are lively stones. That's what God, the word of God calls us. You are a lively stone. If you're a Christian, know that I am a lively stone. I have a part to play in God's house. I have a part to play in God's house. Someone say me, I don't have I don't have anything. How can I? I don't have I'm not anything. I don't even have uh, anything to serve with. I want to tell you you have you have a life. <laughs> you can serve God with that life. You have time. Have allotted you have talent you have possessions you have finances yeah, at least you may fall into one if not all <laughs> you may fall into one use them to serve the lord use them to serve the lord i mean as i said this life which we just passed our time will just pass our talent will pass away pastor always says that babylon was built with one of the beautiful people on this earth our talented people why are they now Why is why not even they? Why is Babylon itself? You know, don't give yourself to the world and leave our God's work. Don't give your strength to the world and leave our God's work. Don't give your energy to the world and leave our God's work. Work for the Lord. Let your time. Anytime pastor needs you here, be here. Be here. You may be. <laughs> be here. You are giving yourself. By the time you realize, you you will know the exact thing God has called you to. Exactly. Just be here. You may never know. You may never know. One day, Bishop, uh, Bishop, uh, um, what's his name? Idaosa. Uh, yes, he was in church, and people, ah, why is this man? Why is this person? He's not around. Why is this person? He's not around. <laughs> How ferocious his faith is! He's great. Father destroyed their works. <laughs> May every venture they are in be <laughs> Charlie, God leads you here. What I want to say, He leads you. But I know Pastor is not going to put a prayer, but <laughs> God leads you here. He leads you full time here because it is in His presence that you get to know, you get to find out what He has called you to do. But if we could have said that, you know, if you are not here, you if you are here, you not die a certain kind of death. <laughs> You know there's a thing kind of death. Never, never. Ah, but the Lord is showing to suffer right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is that is it so the goal of our Christian our Christianity should be unto maturity. You know, when we go to heaven, the Lord is not going to take out our memory. We 
going to know everything that we are going to know everything that we know. <laughs> you remember the story of Lazarus and the rich man? The story of yes, I'm wrapping up. Actually, wrapping up. So you know the story of Lazarus and the rich man. You know the Lord told him. He told the rich man. Abraham told the rich man, "Remember your days on earth." Meaning he never forgot his memory. You're not going to lose your memory <laughs> in heaven. You will remember whatever you were doing on this earth. Don't let it be that you be in heaven and you'll be like, ah, I could have done more. No, this is the time. This is the time to answer the call. It's the time to pay heed to the call. It's the time. I remember when um, a year or two ago and I was torn between Sorry. 
on my throne. Jesus will write your name. He says, Jesus says, I will write my name on you. He says, another one, he says, I will write the name of the heavenly city on you. Another one, he says, that I will write the name of the Father on you. I will make you a pillar in the temple of the Lord. He says, I will confess your name before my Father and before the angels. He says, I will not blot your name out of my Father's book. He says, I will give you a white raiment. He says, I will give you the morning star, which is Jesus. He says, you will rule with an iron rule. He says, I will give you power over the nations. He says, I will give you a stone with a name that no one knows except you and Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These are, these, are, these are many glories we are going to enjoy in heaven. These are vast of the 